Welcome back, everybody. Jumpax Performance Podcast number 23. Austin Young is here again. What's up? How are you going? Uh, we got Hayden in the background, but today's topic is why you don't need to overcomplicate your vertical jump exercises and do all the weird shit that you see on Instagram, um, yeah. YouTube, whatever, TikTok. So much whack shit that isn't even necessary. Yeah, and we have pretty similar views on this, you and I. Mm. And that's like the way we program is very similar because we're big believers in keeping it quite simple and only really complicating things when you need to. And for 99% of the athletes uh, in the world, you don't really need any of this fancy stuff because, you know, other, if you're not jumping over like 50 inches or running under like 10 seconds in 100 meter, mm. those are like extreme examples, you really, your training is going to be pretty basic and you just got to focus on the qualities that you want to get better. And you do that through doing basic, not basic exercises, but, you know, the bread and butter, the meat of the strength and conditioning world. Yeah, what a, what a lot of people don't understand is that the, like, with all these fancy exercises, a lot of the argument is, oh, it's more specific, it's more specific. But the specificity doesn't come from how the exercise looks or how the exercise is performed. It mm. comes from the adaptation you're trying to get from the exercise. Right. So, for example, a, a half squat, heavy half squat, is more specific to two-foot approach jumping because it more closely mim- mimics the joint angles you're going to jump from, and you can load the position heavier and harder. Yeah. Right? So, and because of that, you're going to be exerting more force from a position that's a little bit more specific, loading the exercise more, as well, yeah. which is going to translate and carry over into your two-foot approach jump extremely well. And we've seen that every time I've had a half squat. But then people ask, why don't you always just do half and quarter squats to jump higher? Because uh, if, sh- nah. yeah. <laughs> if you're too specific for too long, it's a good way to get injured. Your, and your knees it's, not necess- it's not necessary to do that year-round. Right? Yeah. You want to gen- keep training general for the mm-hmm. most part because um, the adaptation you're trying to get they're, they're general. You want to improve how much force you can produce. You want to improve how fast you can produce the force, mm-hmm. right? And you want to leave the specificity um, to the actual thing you're trying to get better at, aka jumping. Yeah. It's like people right? try and do all these like mimic jumping exercises in the gym that are like specific to jumping. But like you said, yeah, you've got to be general in the gym. And when you want to actually do your activity, that's your practice mm. in doing your specific exercise. Mm. So that's why we program people like, you know, one, two dunk sessions a week. Mm. And we don't just go... Giving mm. them like fucking jumps every day. Because mm. either one, you're going to get hurt, and two, you're not actually going to be focusing on the things going to make you better. So you keep the jumping in there to, you know, obviously keep practicing the motions of jumping, improving your technique, you know, getting the reps in. But use the gym to focus on the things that you're bad at. Mm. So your force production, how quickly you produce the force. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and I think it's a big trap people fall in. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of dumb stuff at the gym sometimes. People, <coughs> yeah, people think training like, athletic. Yeah, people think like training athletic. Like, yeah, you need to do this fancy, crazy stuff that looks athletic, right? But mm. it just couldn't be further from the truth, right? Mm. And the smarter you get, the more you learn, the, the more you realize, the more simple it is. It's literally so simple, yeah. right? The applications are simple. What is a little bit more complex is what goes on behind the scenes in terms of the programming, you know, how yeah. exercises are put together, all that sort of stuff. And that's why Jump X exists, exists right? You know, that's why we do what, what, do what we do. Right, but a lot of people, they do our programs, like, oh, yeah, I've done all these exercises before. 
right? We got just haven't, as well. Yeah, they just haven't done it in that sort of order, in that sort of way, in that sort of dosage all before. And whenever someone jumps on our training, our training, they're like, oh, man, I love the structure. You know, I'm getting now, you know, I'm like actually starting to progress. You know, I'm jumping higher, I'm getting well, stronger. Yeah. And they're doing all the same things they were doing before. But it's just how all those things were put together. It's the ingredients thing. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. That's one of my favorite quotes you ever said, man. I don't know if you invented it, but, you know, everyone's got the ingredients, you know. Anyone can go off and do their fucking BOSU ball back squats, right? Yeah. You know, all those weird fancy exercises. But it's the chef that can put the right ingredients together at the right time, you know, cook things for the right time. You know, in the vertical jump world, that's like how much you sprinkle in like back squats or whatever, the equivalent. Mm-hmm. And the chef can bring those all together to make a nice meal. Mm-hmm. And what in our versions, the coaches can come together and bring that yeah. into a nice program because, you know, obviously, yeah, you've seen like back squats, you've seen yeah. Nordics, um, and we have those in our programs, yeah. but it's the way we program them because we know, you know, how long they might take to recover from, how long it takes to detrain from certain things. Mm-hmm. When you need to focus on certain things, if you're lacking in one area, if you're overcompensating in another area. So that's why we do individualized coaching and no one's program is the exact same because Everything's fully individualized um, to the to the athlete, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's what you just need to think about when you're doing exercise. What am I actually getting from this exercise? What's the benefit I'm actually getting from this exercise? Mm. What result and outcome am I actually trying to get from this exercise? Is doing a single leg BOSU ball remaining deadlift, is that going to be effective? Like, what are you trying to achieve with that, right? Balance? You're like, not, you're not yeah, a toddler, bro. Huh? You're not a toddler. Yeah, maybe, right? But How often is balance the, like, the fucking low-hanging fruit for someone? It's yeah. rarely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where like breaking down an exercise, right? You're, because of the instability you're creating with the BOSU ball, you're limiting how much you can load your hamstrings and glutes and lower back and all those muscles properly, right? And in turn, actually reducing how effective the exercise is. Stop trying to combine exercises yeah. You're better off doing them separately, doing them both proper, then getting a subpar stimuli from just it's doing like, them It's like when people do those heel float Bulgarian split squats or rear foot elevated yeah, split well. squats. So where you, you're doing a Bulgarian or, or a rear foot elevated split squat, yeah. but then you have the your toes elevated and you're pushing up through your heels. So you're doing like a calf isometric while doing the Bulgarian split squat. Never seen that being done in real life. Well, it's very honest. common. Actually. Yeah. A lot of strength coaches do it. That's sick, man. And like, the, yeah, sick. there's some validity yeah. in doing that, right? But it's like, what's happening is, um, like, that's where it goes back to thinking about what are you actually getting from that exercise? They're improving ankle stiffness and at the same time, improving how strong your quads, glutes, and all that are through doing the ball game and split squat, right? Mm-hmm. But you're limiting both things, right? If you were to just do a calf isometric by itself, right? Mm-hmm. you would be able to load it more and heavier. Well, no shit. Right? And if you just do the Bulgarian Swiss court by itself, you'd be able to load it more and heavier and get a better result, get a better adaptation. It's not really rocket science, is it? You know, right? Uh, yeah. And if the argument's like time, cool, then why don't you just fucking superset them? You know? And the only like, reason you're not supersetting them is because you're a bitch and you don't want the pain. <laughs> do the Bulgarian Swiss court yes. and then superset the calf raise after yeah, while you're, you're supposed to be resting. Cool. Now you're now you're doing now, now you're not using any extra time. Yeah. And you're getting a better adaptation from both those exercises, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's the that's the problem with a lot of these exercises, right? 
And that's where you guys, you know, see us, like, we don't just talk shit. Like, we can back everything we say up with the results we get people. You know, just look at our Instagram, you know? So... 99% success rate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't want to say 100 just because that sounds like... No, sus, it's impossible. But... It's like it's like when sprays put, you know... 99.9. 99. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you can't promise 100. Yeah. You know, there's some variables you can't yeah. control, but... One thing I did want to bring up is pliers... <clears throat> And kind of relates to the topic a little bit where people think that pliers are like a magical fucking source or something. Mm. And they, yeah, they're, they're amazing if you use them right for mm. one. But generally people either overdo the pliers or just program the completely wrong pliers. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're so easy to overdo. Um, a lot of the time when people program, it's just random. There's no oh, yeah, process it's just, behind it. For, oh, your first plier session, thinking- depth jump off uh, a building. Yeah, they're, well, they're just yeah. not think, they're not thinking about what the benefit they're going to get from actually doing that exercise is. Adaptation, like you said. Exactly, right? And different players induce different adaptations, different outcomes, right? Mm-hmm. You know, from actually doing, um, uh, like, different variations, right? Yeah. You know, for example, there's deeper, there's deeper tier players, right? This is where it's something, a big thing I learned off plus players. Matt. Or McKing, I think that's how you say his Matt name, McKinnis. Watson. Yeah, yeah. McInnes, yeah. Yeah, so shout out to him. Right? Legends. This is where I learned a lot of this stuff from. Like the deep tier players, right? You're getting like a different adaptation from those versus something like doing a pogo jump. So an example would be like lunge jumps versus doing a pogo jump. They're both plyometrics, but they're doing two completely different things Yeah. in terms of the results you're getting from them. And right? before anyone asks which one's better, sorry about the answer. It's just I, hate, I hate always saying like, yeah. Or it depends because I remember being in that position yeah. asking someone what's the best vertical jump exercise. Well, it's like it's like it's like you're it does to, depend. It's though. like you're trying to cook a meal spaghetti bolognese and you're like, oh, what's better? Which one should I use to cook? Should I should like I which use brand? The mint? Yeah. Should I use the mince or should I use the pasta? Yeah. You know, which one should I leave out? You know, see how see how dumb that is. Yeah. Like, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, you need both. <laughs> you need both. It just yeah. depends what exactly. you need at, at a certain time. Exactly right. Um, exactly. I was going to say something else about pliers, but, um, I thought, oh yeah, so there's a, if you look at some of the best jumpers in the world, a lot of them didn't actually do pliers until late in their development. And what they did is jumped a lot, you know, had dunk sessions and they got strong. Jumping, so we, jumping is the best plyometry you can do to jump height. Yeah. Followed by sprinting. Yeah. They're fucking amazing. <laughs> like, but I don't think Isaiah Rivera did pliers until like one year ago. And he had like a 46, 47 inch vert at that time. Yeah, so you, same with you. you. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't players, do them until this year. Very minimally. Yeah. No. Well, sprint, I did sprinting. But I didn't do like specific. That's not like, to say you wouldn't have benefited from doing them. Right? But they're just not. Well, especially for me, that wasn't the low hanging fruit. Yeah. Like the elastic. Yeah. Yeah. So just by getting stronger, my vert went. Yeah. Um, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, a couple more of these points here. A lot of these complicated exercises, they're harder to drive intent with because they're more complicated. Yep. And if you can't drive intent with them, you're not getting as good of an adaptation from them, right? If you're trying to do a BOSU ball heavy squat, right? That's, you you're not going to get the same strength stimulus as you would if you're doing it on flat ground where you can load up more, produce more force. I mean, it looks cool though. Got to give them that. <laughs> looks cool. I mean, sure. Like, if you just want to look cool and not jump high, then cool. Yeah. But I'm sure you guys Look are listening. I'm sure you guys are listening to these exercises because you actually want to jump high. 
So I feel like if someone listens to a vertical jump podcast, they're fairly deep into the game. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bang on with that one. And so I'm sure you guys don't care about the whole looking cool thing. You know? Not to say that squats don't look cool, man. Oh yeah, it does look fucking badass. You got four plates. Yeah. On your back. You're squatting it deep, so four blue four reds. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing. So it's harder to drive intent with a lot mm-hmm. of these exercises. Not that intent is always the goal. There's gonna be goals of like balance and other other things you, you need to work on just to stay healthy and all that. Well it is, yes. Right? That those are factors. We can't ignore those. But ultimately if you're actually trying to improve how high you jump, you need to improve how much power at some point you produce. And yeah. the only way you can improve how much power you can produce is through intent. Mm-hmm. So Pretty much. The performing exercises with intent. Um, the other thing is harder to these exercises are harder to learn now. Like, that can be an argument in itself. Oh, you know, learning to learn is a skill or learning how to learn is a skill, blah, 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 blah. But the exercise is just fucking dumb. Then then, cool, then your, your time would be better spent learning how to hit a new trick dunk rather than fucking learning, learning how to yeah, learn that's a new like- dumb exercise, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, bro, that's like saying learning fucking, like, algebra is helping you jump higher. Yeah. Because you're learning how to learn. Yeah. Yeah. You, bro, just- well, why can't you learn how to learn... While doing the skill itself. Mm. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's like a little argument for like Olympic weightlifting that I don't fully agree with now. It's like... The learning to learn one? Yeah, like it makes sense. Mm. But it's like that time... What if instead of that time you're learning how to learn Olympic lifts, right? You're Treatment. going out and doing fucking low rim dunks. Learning yeah. how to fucking, you know what I mean? I feel like that's time better spent. But yeah. at the same time, that's not saying Olympic lifts aren't a valuable thing to learn. They're still valuable and very useful in your training, especially for variation and stuff. But um, I think for that's intent, just a, though, that's just like a counter argument right there. For intent, you know? though, I think with ollie lifting, comparing that, say like, say you're doing like back squats or whatever, it's very easy to not push with intent just because you don't want to. Like yeah. you can still get it done, not have intent. But with ollie lifting, if you've got your max power clean loaded on the bar. You have to pull that shit fast, like as hard as you can, or you're not going to get it up. So yeah. it's almost like that, that fear factor that's like driving the intent. And that's where I like Ollie lifts. It have takes ages to get to that point, though, to actually truly get max intent from Olympic lifts. And that's where the, again, downsides. Yeah, come into play. it takes ages. Yeah. So. You can use them to maintain your strength as well mm. for variation, just because it's fun, keep training mm. interesting. Mm. But as a whole, we don't necessarily program them that much, especially for beginner them. guys. But I we do. still use them, yeah. Yeah. And we're um, not going to really give you like fucking complexes like snatch yeah. from the knee, <laughs> then back to the ground, then yeah. overhead, then, then a squat, yeah. and then fucking jump on a bosey wall. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, these last two points, like specificity in dunk is in dunking and actually jumping, not in the weight room. All right. So that's just where like, yeah, you want to, you, you want, there's going to be times where your training is a little bit more specific, right? Like doing the hard squats, like doing the, you know, uh, plyometrics and stuff like that but like you shouldn't be trying to replicate things too much year round you know yeah like there's a line there's a line with it you know yeah so like there's more there's more specific strength work and there's more general strength work and there's more specific players and there's more general yeah actually well. I, I kind of want to address a point because I thought this was common knowledge but from people uh, messaging me on Instagram apparently it's not uh, they'll message me and be like, you know, what's your workout routine? And I thought it was common knowledge that, you know, athletes on Jump X 
all got given different workouts. And maybe that is like common knowledge, but the fact that we update it every like week or month, um, depending on like how the athlete progresses and what they need. I don't know if we have ever mentioned that. We should talk about that more. Yeah. Because I think maybe some people have this perception like we cater the program to them once and then that's it. And they just yeah. get the same shit for the rest, like forever. It's ever evolving catering. It's to them. literally changing week to week if you have to have a changing week to week. Generally, yeah. we'll change your cycle or like your block every month or so because that gives you enough time to adapt to the certain stimuli that we're trying to get you to adapt from. Mm-hmm. And then you can change it and try and for a, do a different thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, these things are, are changing day in, day out mm-hmm. um, based on uh, your needs. It's so, individualized and catered to how yeah, you're actually progressing want, through things. Yeah, just wanted know? to address that. Um, but yeah, and then the other the other point is just yeah the weight room needs to be more general, right? It's not the gymnasium, <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, the basketball court. Yeah. Um, so Although it is fun doing like vertical jump specific exercises, you know, doing pliers is way more fun than doing a set of eight on back squat. You know, yeah, it is fun, but you know, it's more fun actually getting results in here. Yeah, and hitting, I, I wouldn't mind that. Dunks. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather hit new dunks than fucking do fancy plus. Bro, it's like you, you your front squat sets. That you want to kill yourself after everyone, <laughs> but you know in the back of your head that this is going to help you more than doing a bosu ball. We keep bringing. The, I'm sorry, we're shitting on the bosu ball like all day, but yeah, it's going to help you more than doing these. The only, okay, the only reason, the only okay, so like, let's cover stability and balance real quickly, right? So there's validity in doing those unstable surface yeah. uh, BOSU ball exercises sometimes. So for example, like if you're prone to rolling your ankles, mm-hmm. right, very often when you roll your ankle, it's because you step on someone else's foot, which is an unstable surface. So that's where uh, those balance exercises have value, right? But you also want to do both. Sometimes people roll their ankle because of they plant or put their foot in a weird position. So as we're doing it on a flat surface, right? Eyes closed, one foot. Eyes closed, all that sort of stuff, one foot. You know, moving your upper body around so then your ankle's working extra hard to balance. You you want to do both those things. And that's where those things have value and that's where it's good to include those things from time to time. Um, But you just got to realize and you got to think about, again, going back to what am I actually getting from doing this? You know, as long as you understand what you're actually getting from it, and how it's helping you and the adaptation you're getting from it, then yeah, you know, that's the most important part. It won't take you from a 40 to a 50 inch vert. Exactly. Just by doing balance stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's there yeah, more like if you're lacking. Yeah, exactly. Rolled ankle. Um, yeah, because a lot of the time, rolled ankles just aren't even your fault. Yeah. Like, it's just bad luck. And like, you can do all the stability in the world. If you stand on someone's ankle and you've jumped 40 inches in the air, yeah, good luck trying to like unbalance from that. You can even get you can even get to the point because I've done this in my basketball career, right? Where I feel immediately when I step on someone's foot, and then mm. I actually pick my foot up, deload that side of my mm. body. So then I actually, I've avoided rolling my ankle so many times. Yeah, from from doing that, you know, or or lessened how bad I roll my ankle. Survival, bro. Because I didn't just shift all my weight when I stepped on someone's yeah. foot. So. I don't know. That can be something to think about, and I haven't heard anyone ever talk about before. Imagine just Turns like preventing ankle injuries. Three sets of ten um, fake ankle rolls. Yeah. So you get some your mate there, and you just like train your like, mind. As soon as you like feel that yeah. contact on someone's foot, you deload that. Get the fuck out. You deload that leg. Or you just go limp. Just like. Imagine no, 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 no. I was talking about this to Gavin, right? One of my clients. 
Right. Like with um Tol Gavin. Tol Tol Gavin. Yeah. And what he used to do is yeah, he would as soon as he felt someone's foot, he would go limp. So it would have the same concept That's funny as fuck. He would deload that leg and just fall over. <laughs> Six foot eight guy just going limp. Yeah, just collapse. Foot. And then he avoided rolling his ankle so many times from doing that. That's so yeah, you're risking hurting other shit by falling over, but yeah, you, you know, I, I feel like you fall. You know, what are you really gonna? Yeah, and like, you're probably gonna fall in a soft, controlled way. Your body knows how to fall. Like you've fallen yeah. millions of times as a child. You know, mm-hmm. you know how to like brace. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're Dan Snow, mm-hmm. who has broken his wrists too many times from not letting it recover. So Dan, if you're listening to this, yeah. drink some milk. No, no, <laughs> let it rest. Fuck milk. <laughs> milk doesn't do shit. Hot take right there, but yeah, I reckon topic for another day. Yeah, talking about for like calcium. So, yeah, topic for another day. That could be another diet podcast. Yeah, yeah. Probably for another yeah. day. But that's a good one. Yeah. Anyways, is there anything else you want to talk about today? I think that's we've we kind of covered everything. We wanted to talk about had a little rant about bosu balls. Yeah. I feel better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> weight, off our, weight off our shoulders, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways, guys, I feel if you cleansed. Guys, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, guys, if you guys are looking to jump high, you're looking for guaranteed results in your first thirty days or your money back, send us a message podcast on Instagram um, to inquire. For mm-hmm. our full service um, coaching, okay, mm-hmm. and we'll get you all set up from there. Ninety five percent full, man. Yeah, it's yeah. We only well, total like we literally only have ten spots, and we got what five to ten people interested right now. Um, so <sighs> we signed five people off in the past week. So if you guys are keen, get on this ASAP, all right? Because our full service coaching won't be free and available forever. I right, just clarify not money wise but like free in terms of the slots yeah yeah but yeah guys if you guys are looking to jump higher guaranteed send us a message and without further ado we'll catch you in the next episode goodbye